Hey guys, welcome back to Slightly Spiritual. Welcome. Hello. It's going to be another solo episode, which is me and Allie, but we have so many topics. Like you guys should oh see our DMs back and forth, our text messages, our notes doc, because we keep a notes doc because like, otherwise I forget about things. And it is, it is, we have a lot. This is, I don't, it's going to be great though. Well, we had to like cut ourselves off and be like, no, 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 we have to, we're just going to start recording because of course, Cindy and I get on, we're like, are we going to talk about Taylor? Are we going to talk about Taylor? And we're like, yeah, of course we're going to talk about Taylor. Yeah. We have to talk about her. Have to. Have to. Um, so we will absolutely get there, but before we get to the good juicy stuff, I want to talk about, so are you up to date on Real Housewives? Yes. Okay, I am not all the way. I'm a, definitely a few episodes behind on New York. Okay. But, you know, I have seen the first, like, three or four. And, of course, I'm obsessed with Jenna Lyons. Um, I've always loved Jenna Lyons. But I know we were talking about starting over after 27 years in the fashion industry, which is crazy. Yeah. So she was talking about on one of the recent, ep- maybe one of the later episodes, I kind of binged a bunch back to back. And she was saying that now, since she renovated her like condo or townhouse or whatever it was in New York, and everyone was like loving it, or I think she's actually photographed in I Swoon's like uh, book or whatever. One of my coffee table books that I have, and I only have two. One you oh. got me with the photographer with the designer in Chicago, and one that's like everyone has, which is like the I Swoon version of like I don't know, Live Beautiful or whatever. And um, I think her stuff's in there. Anyway, so since she renovated her apartment and townhouse, everyone's been asking her, like, well, what about this? And what about that? And so she's basically sort of like, uh, you know, by default, moved into like interior design. And yeah. also she was saying that she helped with like event for like some commercial things or like for some other companies with like walking. She's walking down the street near the plaza at um, uh, 30 Rock, I think it is, or Rockefeller, like that whole. Anyways, yeah. if you're one yeah. of the main like iconic areas in New York, I think it's the plaza, whatever. The point is she was commenting as she was walking down the street in the show about like, oh yeah, and they asked me to help with some of like the design and what retail shops bring in to kind of reinvigorate this area. She's like, so yeah, I was outside of my wheelhouse. It's not fashion, but she's like, but I've been involved in like the city and living here and what people like in the culture. So she's like, sure, I helped out. So it was just, it was just fascinating to me that she's, I don't know how old she is, like maybe in her fifties or something. And she's like totally after 27 years doing, working at J. Crew or in the fashion, she's completely yeah. reinventing herself. And not, and it, I love that it sort of happened organically. It's stuff that she was already doing, like working on her apartment, like throwing events at J. Crew, like being, you know what I mean? Like she was just, you know, using that or people saw that, loved it and came to her and said, can you help with this too? Because I have so many clients, especially as of late, who are like, I just don't know. I don't know my purpose is. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm not happy with what I'm doing. And I'm like, it's usually something you're already doing that you don't even realize you can make money doing or that you that people would pay you to give your insight or advice or your eye for, you know what I mean? So I just love that she's reinvented herself. I also love that it's something she was already doing and people just loved it so much that they asked her to help, which is why I also always tell people, anyone who's listening, who's struggling with, again, like career purpose, what to do next, what do you love doing? Like she loved renovating and like, so she bought a fixer upper and, you know, completely gutted it and renovated because she loved it. And now other people are asking you to help with that. It's like, there is always something to it. If you love it, then people will see that and appreciate it and want more of it from you. So 
I don't think people like think that that's such a simple way of looking at it, but I'm like, no, there's something to it. Like, what do you love? What do you want to do? That's the key to finding something that makes you feel more fulfilled. Even if it's something you just do on the side. I feel like this ties in really well to a conversation. Um, DJ, my husband and I were having over the weekend about how I really believe that if you put energy towards something and into something that you want, that it will come. Right. And I feel like it's so much more than just saying like, I want X or I want Y or I want Z. It's actually like taking the actionable steps to like pour energy into it. So um, one of my goals this year is to do more public speaking. I love to public speak. So like last weekend, I, on Saturday, I took a workshop on it, Um, like a storytelling workshop, a public speaking workshop. And um, I really think that through doing like little things with that and like interacting with your goal, if that makes sense, it, it really helps you to achieve that, whether it's work, whether it's just something you want in life, whether it's a passion. Um, so I really started like actively thinking about, okay, the things that I want, like what energy am I actually putting into it besides just saying, oh, I want this or, oh, I would like to do this or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, even if it's something that feels like it's quote unquote outside your wheelhouse or it's just something, oh, it's just a passion, but I'm like really good at it. Like it doesn't have to be. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. I'm so happy now that we have somebody like Jenna Lyons on reality television, because I feel like so much, it's just a lot of like yelling and stupid shit. And like now like arguing about politics and like all of these things, which is just like not always what I want to watch. And it's nice to have somebody where I'm like, Oh, you're actually really cool. I'm like, you're actually doing really interesting things. Like I know the ladies kind of like rag on her for um, like how she keeps giving them gifts that are like co-branded with her name or like whatever that is. But I'm like, if I had my name on something, I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be giving it to everybody. So I can't really blame her for that. No, I mean, I think she, you know, it sounds like she does that no matter what. Like, I don't truly, I don't feel like she's doing it just for the show. Like, I think if she was doing it just because they were filming that day and that's why she's handing out her products, I feel like that's a little sus. But I feel like they kind of make it sound like she does it all the time, even when they weren't yeah. filming. So I'm like, okay, that's fair. Like, I would do the same thing. I think yeah. I do do the same thing. I like bring people like yes. stuff that I love or like, you know. I don't know. I don't really have a lot of branded stuff, but one day when I do, I hope that yeah. I, I mean, I plan I to just give it out to people. All, who cares? <laughs> I better get it all. Today's the day we make that deal. Oh my God. Oh um, my God. Okay. Jumping into now, I guess we're going to talk a lot about reality TV about today, which I do not mind. Southern Charm. Okay. For anybody listening, if you do not watch Southern Charm, it is probably my favorite show on Bravo. I don't know if you would say that, but I love Southern Charm. I I have always loved Southern Charm. I can't say it's my favorite because I'm a summer house diehard. Okay. Okay. We'll always love them. Just, I just can't, I like obsessed with them, but I do, I do love Southern Charm, especially like I loved it in the beginning and I love it now. Yeah. The middle got a little, meh, I was kind of tired with the storylines, but now it's getting great again. I would even say like, if you haven't watched it in a while, just start again. Like it, you could even just start now. Like I would skip, you'll be fine. You'll figure it out. Like what's happening. So yeah, it's so different now that I think you probably could just start with this season. Um, yeah. It's a little more like mm, less Southern and more just like, like, you know, before it used to be really like they showcase like the polo matches yes. and like the afternoon tea and like getting all dressed up and the swords. And now I'm like, 
I don't know. They're doing the same things that like <laughs> they're doing in California. I'm like, yeah. Vanderpump rules and like I don't know yeah. it just sort of feels yeah. like it's a little bit like the same but I still but that's also why I like it I'm like get back into it again it's great yeah no I I like it um it's funny because Cindy and I noticed something in I think there's only two episodes that have been released so far but they actually yeah. are pretty good I've enjoyed them um Cindy and I noticed something watching the first two episodes and that's that the girls on the show are all dressed for summer like as if it's 100 degrees in July and the men are all dressed for winter, like Oxford's long pants, you know, boat shoes with like a coat and a scarf. Like I literally think in the last episode, Craig was wearing like a coat and a scarf. I was like, there is a disconnect. What yeah. are they on? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what is happening. Um, except for the majority of the time it does look cold. So I feel like the girls just want to look cute. And so of course they're wearing yeah. like their cute little outfits. So I'm like, whatever. I mean, I don't blame them, but it's just so funny to me. I'm like, what is happening? No. It what is- do you think of Madison and her new or husband? I don't know, honestly. I don't okay. know what to think. What What do you think? Um, I think it's very interesting how they met. Yeah. I struggle a little bit with the fact that they can afford everything they can afford while he's just a firefighter. And I shouldn't say oh. just a firefighter because I think that that is such a amazing like job and that it's needed. Yeah. And also that like, they're really hot and like they yeah. also can support like a family like a lot of them are married with kids because they can afford it and they can support it so like it's a great job it's a very yeah, great cool. stable job but he's flying back and forth across the country like yeah. and literally I was joking the other day with somebody I was like literally I was trying to book a flight to the west coast from I'm now in New York right east coast it I think it was cheaper to go to the moon than it was to try and get a flight like kind of last minute to the oh. other side of the country so anyways he's flying back and forth across the country every single week for work and they have this beautiful big house that they just renovated and she's always dressed in that and her ring is fucking like yeah. huge so even um andy on watch what happens live with uh, yeah. like bravo he even said he's like he flat out i love him he flat out asked her husband he's like <laughs> so you're a firefighter he's like so where do you get all your money like literally That's asked funny. it just like that on the latest one and the guy and he was like well he's like you just gotta be smart with your money and like you know, he's like, I invest and that's all he said. And I'm like, I don't know, dude, I don't, I don't know what's yeah, happening here, but yeah, it's very, it was very interesting. Anyway. So I, I think I like them together. I just, um, it just, I don't know. I feel like there's something fishy either. Like he's really in debt. Like it's going to come out. Like what's their faces? Um, Oh God, who are the people from? Oh my God. I'm like blanking their name. The two people just got divorced. They're going through, through a big, yes, Croy. And uh-huh and Kim Kim like I'm like it's either gonna end like that like they're totally in debt and their house is getting seized and whatever and he's like faking it or it's beautiful and they're gonna make you more money and whatever he's hot so I don't mind watching him on the show my it's funny because I had the same question but my head went to did she either buy her own ring or it's lab grown it's a lab grown diamond oh okay I mean mean, that's fine but because I know she has a deal with like a sizable deal with Amazon and okay. they make a percent of everything they sell. So like for her, it's funny because my head actually was like, and this is like backwards to, I feel like how people normally think it's like, oh, well, why doesn't the woman stop working? And I was like, why doesn't you just stop working instead of them spending all this money to have to fly to California? Cause like she's right? probably a shit ton of money doing what between the show and all of her endorsement deals. Like she's probably bringing in a couple million dollars a year. And then like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like a fulfillment, like purpose thing, like, especially like having kids and stuff like that. And like, 
she was talking about in the last episode, like, you know, I want to have kids and then you're not Mm -hmm. traveling back and forth. And so I'm really, I'm curious to see how it plays out. Um, I will say, I don't think they make that much money from the show because when I saw them live, I think I talked about this in one of the other episodes, when I saw some of the cast members of Summer House live in New York at a little like talk thing for We Men at Acme podcast, they all were like, we have jobs. Like Paige yeah. has a job. She's even talking about it on, this, on one of the episodes. Craig has a job. He has his company. Yeah. This, the sewing yeah. that, like they, Austin has the beer. Like they all have something because I don't think they're making like enough money to sustain themselves off the show. And also that could get pulled up. They could get canceled at any minute and that's gone. Yeah. Like, or yeah, not like canceled as a human, but like the show could get canceled or they could get not recast. You know, they, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, second piece to our Southern charm conversation. And I didn't have time to fully deep dive into this. You're going to have to kind of fill me in a little bit, but I don't know if it was going around on TikTok or Instagram, but there was this whole thing that Austin and Olivia kind of look like reincarnations of previous people. And then Cindy pointed out, like, not only do they look alike, but like they're dealing with the same lessons. So I definitely want to hear about this. Okay. And I cannot find the names of the people they compared them to. We might have to like add that in the notes or sex or something afterward. Yeah, yeah. But long story short, I screenshotted it, like took a picture of it. They literally, they're like shopping at a store and Austin's like, who's that? Or someone's like, it looks like you. And it's this guy who was like an actor in the South or something famous, I guess, or somewhat famous. And he looks just like Austin today. Like they are spitting images. It is insane. And then not only that, but the guy back then, like the actor back then, his like on again, off again, girlfriend that like they couldn't figure it out, but they were like starstruck lovers, blah, blah, whatever. Looks just like Austin's ex-girlfriend, Olivia, who's still on the show today. They are spitting images. So I thought this is the perfect opportunity to bring up like reincarnation, which I 1000% agree or believe in Uh, and agree with. And then I think, I do believe that people can be reincarnated like back on earth and I also think it's so interesting that they literally chose to look like themselves and they literally are also still struggling with love, especially Austin as like the guy, because that guy was like an actor and whatever and like never really like settled down, or at least that's what I understand, like very highly loosely. And that's how Austin is. He's like, at least that's how they paint him on the show, but he's going from like yeah. person to person and like, you know, cheats, supposedly he cheated on, you know, Madison at one point, you know, he, you know, it's you don't even need to watch the show just to understand that he's a player. He like leads girls on, he like goes after girls that his friends likes. Like, it's just, he's kind of like a hot mess when it comes to dating, like love watching him. And he seems like a nice guy and he's like a family guy, but like just struggles in love, which is exactly how this past life person who looks just like him was. So it's just like fascinating. But I, the whole, this long winded part is just to say that we repeat the lessons until we learn it, including And I get this a lot from clients who are like, I don't understand this guy that cheated on me. Like I thought we were going to get married or he left me at the altar, like whatever it is, like the big drama. I'm like, don't worry, karma. Like they're going to have to keep repeating this experience and scenario until they learn the lesson. Now for my clients, I'm always like, you're done. Like you don't need to be a part of this anymore. Like you took on a soul contract to help them. But if they're not being helped, then like it's time to move on. Right. Um, But that's exactly, if you don't heal it in this lifetime, it, yeah, it's going to come up in another lifetime. Like it's, yeah, it's just, that's how it works. You take on these lessons and if you don't figure it out, you have to come back down and learn again or yep. figure it out. 
I no. thought that was just funny. No, it was funny. It's funny because I just went back through all of our stuff and I remember you sending it to me. Can't find it anywhere. Can't find it anywhere online. So oh, I'll resend it to you. It's not online because I was Googling it this morning and couldn't find it. I, I had to go back through and like rewatch the show, which I didn't have time to do before recording today, but I will resend you. It's in our, um, it's in our text it's- messages because we do talk on like eight different forms of social oh media <laughs> and I will resend it to you. It's such a funny joke. Like, I don't know if you guys are like that with your besties where it's like you have a conversation on Instagram, you have a separate conversation in text messages. Like maybe you have one going on like somewhere else. I'm like, somehow we are able to hold like at least two different conversations all the time. Yes. They support. I just, I said they're identical. I'd have to go back and warrior watch the show to like get the exact name of the guy, but they are identical. And yes, it's not on, for some reason it didn't get picked up as like something funny on like the internet, um, under like, or at least the Bravo accounts. I don't know if they would understand it. I don't know if they would either. It, I don't think they would either. We'll have to like post something also to this, um, slightly spiritual, like actual, we'll like do it. Once we release this, we should put it in the, like on the grid is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Be a good idea. Um, okay. Now I'll for- figure out a way. That sounds good. Now for what I have been living for the last two days, the Taylor <laughs> and Travis, situation situationship because it's the situation i'm like i have no idea i also i have to send you this video later you have to remind me of like they literally had to have like the military outside of her football suite because people were leaving their football seats to gather once they figured out that she was there i'll send it to you i sent it to dj this morning so i just thought it was crazy oh my god i ended up having to like barricade her suite um so I it's funny there's somebody posted like last night or this morning and they were like he thought he was famous until he was mm-hmm. saw how famous like she is and I was like yeah actually it's just it's such a different level of fandom like yeah. that happened with that happened way back in the beginning with a rod and j-lo sidebar he's yes. he there's an interview with him i know that whatever they're you know they're not together anymore but way back in the day he's like i thought i was famous and then he was like but i was what we when you walk through the airport with j-lo he's like it's not the same yeah. like he's like not not the same level yeah. of fame and it was just like so interesting to hear him talk about it so i think it'd be the same thing for travis kelsey and taylor swift like yes um yeah, I don't know. I mean, so def- what do you think? It, it is def- it going to last? Is it a publicity stunt? Is it, does she actually like him? I don't get publicity stunt vibes. Um, I kind of think, or at least my gut is like, she's just having fun. I don't know if it's a serious thing, but like, I really just feel like, like I was watching the videos of her at the stadium and like the photos yesterday. I was like, she genuinely looks like she's just having a good time, like living her life. Um, so I don't know. And I don't know if it's just that he's so different from what she normally seems to go with that. I'm like, oh no, it's not going to last or it's not, you know what I mean? But also I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I like her. I like her music. I wouldn't consider myself though, like a super fan of hers. So. Well, clearly, cause they're called Swifties. Swifties. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> clearly you're not a Swiftie. I would you don't consider know. myself a soft Swiftie. <laughs> Oh my God. I love it. Okay. Well, all right. These are all my thoughts. You have more thoughts than I do. I have so many thoughts. Okay. I'm going to keep this. I'm going to keep this succinct. Hopefully. 
All right, number one, <laughs> I actually love that she's dating an athlete. It's so different in a departure from any other guys who have ever seen her date or in the past or anything. Like, I actually love this journey for her. I think she needs to get outside her comfort zone and try something different because it hasn't been working previously and it's like time to move on, okay? Like the actors, the musicians, all of it, like not working. It's not working, okay? Um, number two, I'm a, I, I, I think they've been going a little longer than what everyone else believes simply because he's she's hanging out with his mother yeah like i'm sorry i i don't care who you are like i don't think you're introducing a friend or someone you're just dating or whatever to hang out with your mom yeah. at a game for hours on end you know what i mean like i'm I like huh. i mean she's hanging out with so like like i just feel like it's probably been going on a little longer than we all realize which makes me think that like there might be actually something there or they may actually really like each other versus the publicity stunt okay that was the thing that was kind of like you know kicker for me um number three I don't know because he she's I mean she's able to be wherever but like her home base is in New York and he's in Kansas City like I just don't see I don't know I don't love the long distance thing for her because I'm like like how's it where's it ever gonna go like you have your life he has his life like Kansas City Chiefs like winning the Super Bowls every year like I don't think he's leaving anytime soon and I don't think she's leaving anytime so so I'm like "Mm, I don't know um number four everyone for some reason everyone I talk to thinks that he's a dick like Travis Kelsey everyone seems I don't know this guy very well I mean I don't I don't know but um everyone seems to not like him. I'm, I'm not saying that that's true. I'm just saying like the general like consensus is people don't really seem to like him. So, but I love Taylor and I've loved a lot of the other guys she's dated. So I'm like, okay, something's not adding up here Yeah. in that. I don't think she would date someone. At least I would like to She wouldn't date someone who's like a total jerk. Yeah. So either he puts on a really big persona with football and with his like stage or I don't know, it's not stage, obviously, but like when he's in on the field and that's just, that's like how he's gotten his name out there and whatever. And he's just like kind of acting that way. He's actually a really good guy or Taylor's like, like you said, originally Taylor's just having fun and she's like, whatever, this guy's cute. He's flying me all over. He's doing all this stuff. He's coming to me because apparently he's been in New York a lot visiting her. So she hasn't had to leave, which is like, I fully support this for her. And I also think that's how it should be. Like the guy should come to the girl in the beginning when you're pursuing them and all that stuff. So like, then that's great. Then I fully support her. And I think it's great. And she's in her, you know, I'm just having fun era with the hot athletes and great. Like love this for her as she should. Yeah. So I don't know how it's going to end, but those are all my thoughts on it. No, I agree with you. Um, I don't know. It's just fun to watch at least. Like it's a fun thing to watch. And like, like I said, like they, she looks like she's having fun. Like he almost looks in like the videos and the photos that I've seen, like she's like smiling. She'll give mm-hmm. people a wave. And he just kind of almost looks like nervous. I'm telling you, I think this whole st- thing that he's a jerk or whatever is actually just an act. Like, I don't, it doesn't seem like he's, I don't know. I've literally only seen like 30 second clips or whatever, or three second yeah. clips of him. I haven't actually watched his interviews or anything like that, but something tells me that maybe he's actually like not a bad person and that he's just putting on a persona for the team or for like the world when he's playing football, which great. That's he can do whatever he wants. That's yeah, awesome. You gotta do to win. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a PR stunt because why does she need more PR? She's freaking like keeping yeah. the economy afloat and like, I know, literally. Has, like, 
like literally has like literally and like has thousands of fans and also and like you know like she doesn't need that so i don't think it's a publicity pr stunt i think it's been going on a lot longer than people realize though because of the fact that like she's at the game box situation thing uh, so i'm with you um i'm with you if you guys have any thoughts let us know send us a dm we will always discuss Taylor Swift further. There's never a question about that. So let us know. Yeah, so stay, we have to stay tuned. We have to stay tuned. We have to do like uh, future updates. Last kind of like pop culture thing on our list before we get into some messages and things like that from Cindy's group reading this past week. I mean, I obviously can't see if you're raising your hand, but I would be curious to know who here has asked their husband, fiance, boyfriend, friend, co-worker how often they think about the Roman Empire I would just love to know that because it come I keep having to like it comes up like every other video on my TikTok feed and I have to be like not interested not interested it's just everywhere well I had to DM you last week and I was like <laughs> what is happening with this stupid Roman Empire TikTok trend that I don't understand and then you explained it to me as for anyone who's listening who doesn't know it's like Someone on TikTok, it went viral of them asking their husband or boyfriend at the time or whatever, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And they said, oh, every day at some point. And then everyone started asking their boyfriend, like you said, boyfriend, how much do you think about it? And apparently men think about it a lot, supposedly. And then now it's become viral where it's like, you know, the fashion industry, people are like, what's your Roman Empire? Like, what do you, it's not the Roman Empire, but what do you think about every day that's like kind of unique? And we were joking about it was slightly spiritual of- we think about the, yeah. our Roman Empire as the planets. Like yes. at some point during the day, we probably think about the planets, which is fair, totally fair. Better than so. the Roman Empire. Um, yeah. And then deep, my husband asked me this morning. I was getting back from Whole Foods, and I hear him go, "Hey, Al, what's this whole Roman Empire thing?" Like he didn't really get it either. Yeah. Um, because I like just thought it was kind of silly, so like I haven't asked him because I was like, okay, eventually, like people catch on and I'm sure there's like a certain percent of guys that are just like feeding into it. And they're like, Oh yeah, every day when in reality, maybe they like hadn't thought about it. And I don't know. I never May- think about the empire. I can comp. I don't it. either. May I make a spiritual yes. observation? For it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so this is, uh, I don't know. I don't want to call it spirit. It's a spiritual observation. That's how we're going to call this, which is to say that back in the Roman empire days, when they wanted to distract the people, the slaves, all the things from rioting and from what was really going on at a high level, they had the Colosseum and the, right. like the, the tournaments and the People fighting the, like, I'm thinking of the Russell Crowe movie way back in the day or whatever it's called, War or Gladiator, whatever it's it's called. Um, The Gladiator games and all that stuff, right? To distract the masses from what was was actually happening, which the Roman Empire was essentially falling, right? Like the Roman Empire, we all know it fell, right? It was a huge force for thousands of years and it fell. Like, that's my summary of it. Yeah. So it's interesting that... Nowadays, where all of a sudden all this Roman Empire stuff's coming up, and all the guys like, yeah, I think about it all the time. Well, how much of that is because if one had a past life, and subconsciously this is this time in our lives on Earth is reminding them of that time back then? How much of it is because we are so focused on sports and you know 
comp- competition, even if you're not into sports, it's just competition in general and like competing for resources and competing for this and competing for that and all this other stuff. And how much of all that is really just keeping us distracted from what's really happening in the world, like stuff happening behind closed doors and, the, you know, like the government. Yep. And so I just find it interesting the parallels of what was sort of happening in the Roman empire at the time. And what is probably a little bit to a degree happening nowadays. Yes. And all these guys are like, Oh, I think about it every day. And I'm like, well, subconsciously I'm like, that's because we're literally almost in it. We're doing it again. We're doing like, they're doing it to us again. They're powers that be or whatever you want to call it are making it seem cool to be into sport and doing all the stuff and sports and spending money and com- competition and the best cars and the best houses and the best. this. And all. But like, what's like at the same time, we're like, yeah you know gonna run out of water <laughs> like yeah. yes like what's happening with the financial like the dollar's not good we're completely in debt as a company and economy like there's probably a recession people can't afford to buy a house like you yeah. know what I mean like the average person American can't afford a house right now like if you haven't already bought it like and it's like wait a minute there's all this other like serious stuff going on but people are really worried about watching the f- football game no, and it's it's funny you say that and you draw that parallel because that's exactly what DJ said to me this morning was not necessarily about it on a spiritual level or whatever, but he's like, you know, I think about it a couple of times a month, but it's only because I there's certain things to me that relate to what's going on with the government right now. And that's the only context that I think about it in. And I was like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. So I don't know yeah. if that's why like all these other guys are thinking about it or like- exactly. I don't know. Or now if it's just like another method of distraction through viral, you know, media, Mm -hmm. but, um, Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, that at least that makes sense to me. Yeah. I was just watching the Elvis movie of the uh, the weekend with, um, my friend Bridget, who's, who's dang. And it was such a good movie. Like Basil Lerman love his stuff, like freaking love it. Um, but it was interesting. I didn't know this, that Elvis got banned from television for the way he was dancing back in the day when he started. And it was like the movie and the hips and all that stuff. And I'm like, what do we do on TikTok? What do those kids do on TikTok all day long? They're dancing in the ex- pretty much the exact same way. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, I'm like, not that TikTok can get banned. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying it's so interesting that like, it's the same thing. It's like the visual of people dancing and how it's like, it's in the powers that be mind, like causing people to then think for themselves and like do things differently and not fall in line. And they're like afraid of it. And I'm like, I feel like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what parallel I'm trying to make with this, but it's just fascinating. We're like, ba- it's happening all over again. Like history is repeating itself. It's like, it's like, we can't, and maybe Elvis is a bad example. Cause like TikTok's not like an issue, but something where it's like, we're having trouble with stuff or segregation or like that back then it was like, I don't know. It's just interesting. No, I think um, the parallel you're making is that in different forms, history repeats itself. Number one, we see certain trends, but number two, um, I mean, TikTok is a hot topic, right? Especially yeah. with politics, like the Republicans say, if they come back into the presidency, they're, that's going to be the first things they do is try to ban it in the US because they think oh. China's stealing our information, which like I have, you know, I have no idea. I'm on TikTok. Um, so number one, but number two, I think from like a communications perspective, what's interesting about the whole thing to me is like, take Twitter, right? Twitter ended up becoming a massive communication tool for people in very controlled countries in the Middle East, Mm -hmm. you know, in Asian countries um, that are oppressed and like have state run media, don't have other ways to get information. Number one, 
Um, number two, it became a huge platform for journalists, like especially that are reporting on those countries to get information out without having to go through like a traditional modality. And then what happened, Elon Musk took it over. He limited the amount of tweets you could see, which limits the amount of people information people have access to. He made he mm-hmm. set like a payment system up and he announced over the weekend soon every single person is going to have to pay a monthly subscription for Twitter where like $13 a month or whatever he's thinking it is, you know, might not be a lot to like you or me, but like somebody in the Middle East or that's like a ton of money. Like they might it's lose a lot. It. Yeah, um, it's a lot. And then, so I think TikTok has, as far as getting information out, has kind of taken the place of Twitter. And that's what makes me nervous of then, like, if, you know, for whatever bad things people want to say about it and how it influences people, then if they take TikTok down, it's like, how do people get information? Um, So I think that there's like a lot of issues that play into it that I think about. So, yeah. Um, anyway, to be continued TBD, but so I don't know. I'm sure some of you are there. Cindy did a great group channeling this past week. Um, it was, I mean, it was on zooms. No one was there in person. I was not there in person. Then I watched it later at night at like 1030 at night. I laid in bed and I watched it. Um, there were a ton of parallel messages, at least for me that I got. So I'm curious if anybody else felt that way, but Um, I mean, every group reading was great, but I wanted to ask Cindy if there were any like collective messages or if there was anything that um, you wanted to share from that, Um, especially for people I feel like maybe that have never been to a group reading of yours. Um, And I know you you were going to start doing more of them, which I think is- Yeah, they're every month or every six weeks now. So the next one's 11-1 for the All Saints Day, like All Souls Day portal situation. So 11-1, 23 guys. Um, the, big, the, the big thing that came in was, um, and I got this like multiple times, uh, was that you have to kind of stay detached right now from anything that you're really trying to like manifest or like call in for yourself. Because Backing up for a second, we're in eclipse season window already. So essentially what that means, the eclipses are on October 14th and October 28th. I don't know exactly what signs are in and whatever, but just eclipses are big energy in terms of um, bringing things into your life and taking things away. Like, meaning like things that are no longer serving you. Um, it's also really, I always say the veil is thin. Like not that a ton of people pass around this time, but if someone does just know that it's actually an easier thing for them, like the veil is thinner, it's easier for them to transition over during this time of year than other times of year. Um, but anyways, I believe that eclipse is actually a great time for manifesting or setting intentions because things can happen very quickly, especially if it's been something you've been thinking about for a while now, like maybe since spring eclipse and the spring equinox that was in March. And then now it's the autumn equinox that we just had on September 23rd, which was Saturday. Um, and anyways, my point is, um, great time for calling in intentions, setting intentions for the next six months. Great time for manifesting for now, six weeks from now, six months from now, whatever. But as you're manifesting and doing these things, you have to stay detached. Like you can't get like so emotionally invested or trying to control every little thing to get to that place or to get to that thing or like, because that essentially when you're controlling or micromanaging, it means you don't have faith that it's actually going to come. And if you don't have faith that it's going to work out, then you're actually manifesting from a place of lack. And if you're manifesting from a place of lack, then you're not really manifesting at all. (laughs) 
<laughs> because you're in a place of like, I don't know if I'm worthy or I don't know if it's actually going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was one big thing is just staying detached. And by staying attached, it's like putting it out there, feeling into it, but then like letting it go and not, and anytime a limiting beliefs comes up, like switching it to something that you do believe in something that you do find comforting versus like keep thinking like, I'm never going to meet anybody or it's never going to work out. Or, I'm never going to get another job. Like, like you don't really believe that, but if you're saying that out loud, then you're manifesting more of that or like calling more of that. So, um, and then the other, um, well, I don't know if this really came through on that, but the other thing I, I figured I would share today is um, a reminder that the universe wants what you want. And if you're not getting it, then you're getting in the way. So time to maybe like get out of your own way, stop stressing. Um, and like maybe even set an intention for like October where you just like say yes to things or if like your yes month or you just go like you just set an intention for four weeks or a few weeks of like what you're going to just saying yes to things or not stressing. Like when something comes through, you didn't like being like, you know what? I'm not going to stress about this because I chose not. I'm doing a month of like, I'm not going to worry. And maybe it's even a specific person. Like I'm not going to worry when this person sends me an email. Going, I'm just, I'm not going to worry about it. Like choose to just sort of and see what happens. Like see what else flows into your life when you have all this energy and space free instead of worrying about something to actually like call something in that you want. So love that. Um, yeah. And then the theme I just wrote down was, I put this in my social, which is like balance and boundaries that you can't have balance if you don't set boundaries. So anyone who's out there being like, I need more work life, or I wish my boyfriend was around more, or I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, whatever, like you, you got to set boundaries <laughs> for them or for you or for life, or you're never going to get nothing, never, but it's going to be a lot harder to get the balance that you're looking for. So just a yeah. reminder of all that stuff. I love that. Those are great messages, especially, um, the 29th, we have the full moon in Aries. And I also thought it was crazy. I was, we have, um, a big charity event on Friday night called the harvest party. Um, and it's kind of like not in the woods, it's kind of in the woods though. And I texted my friend that works at the organization that's putting it on. And I was like, Oh my God, I just realized, the harvest party is on the full moon and like, we'll kind of be in the woods. Like, I'm curious to see like what energies are around or like, cause like the Tennessee woods is known for being like very like charged with like ancestry, like stuff mm -hmm. like that. I'm um, just like, Oh my God. It's also, and I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to say this correctly, but I guess it's also a big Jewish holiday that night that brings it that huh. begins at sundown called it's S U K K O T um so that's I guess the first night of that holiday and it always falls on um it basically is meant to celebrate the fall harvest and then it's also oh. I guess this this past week I don't know if it's I think today maybe is the last day but um it's also Yom Kippur it is so Yom Kippur I was gonna say that of, like parallel very charged energetically holidays and spiritual things and planetary things. And it's interesting to see how it all aligns. Well, the Jewish faith, I'm not Jewish. So anyone who's listening, don't yell at me if I don't get this exactly right. But I, if I had to generalize, um, the Jewish faith is very connected to astrology and way more so than the Catholic religion. And they are very much, I mean, I should, let me back up the Catholic religion. We talked about this before. Catholic Christian, they are. It's just that they are sneaky about it. The Jewish faith, I feel like, is a little bit more like you can like 
planet based on like what's happening energetically with the moon, the sun, the eclipses. They're very more like forthright of like, this is why this is why this date is. It's because it's based on like an astrology thing or an eclipse thing or whatever. The Catholic is, we, I think we've talked about this when Lauren came on about like, you know, Christ's birthday is December 25th because it's the return of the son of God, which it's technically the return of the sun in the Northern hemisphere in the sky after the winter solstice the sun finally has starts getting more and more time in the sky which is why it's like the son of god that's why they picked it so like it's there it's just like sneaky it's not like as blatant as and i kind of like that the jewish faith had that like i'm like sometimes i'm like was i supposed to be jewish like i don't know (laughs) i don't know if they would take me any any these days but i mean i fully love it i really do maybe you're like dr horowitz who is a self-proclaimed half buddhist half jew oh so i don't know i mean you can you can do it all whatever resonates i guess i don't know i love their faith i just think it's i just love it i really do no i, I do beautiful too. so and i remember from that episode we recorded with lauren which i'll maybe have to like link in the show notes or we'll have to um link it on our instagram stories again but I remember that Catholicism was the only religion that outright banned their, I don't know what you would, their, their practicers, I don't know, their participants in the religion from using astrology. And I remember with Judaism, the lesson was more like, be weary about where you're getting the information from, but like, you can use astrology, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. which I feel like is how it should be. So, I mean- I think that's exactly how it should be. I'm always very like, I don't want to say hesitant, but anything, anything, person, company, whatever, like person you follow on social media, if they speak oh. in absolutes, like never do this and never do that and always do this. I'm always like, that's like number one sign of like, well, there's something, I don't know. Why are you so against the other like, yeah. thing? Like, why does it, why are you so secluded? Like, why, why are you like, yeah, So that's always my which is my problem with the Catholic faith. I think they're very exclusive and, you know, I, mean, I could go on a whole. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm allowed to be, I'm allowed to say those things because I was raised Catholic and I've done all things yes. and I do, there are parts that I love, but I, there are also parts that I really don't like. And that's one of the things is that I feel, it feels very like out, makes people feel like outsiders, doesn't include, not include, non-inclusive. That's right. And yeah. I just doesn't, I don't love that. I don't love that. I feel like everyone should yeah. be allowed to be included. So. In harmony. I'm mm-hmm. with you, yeah. I'm- so I'm allowed to say that because I was raised Catholic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a whole, we, we can do say part two. I'm just kidding. Um, but the episode with Lauren on it all really was interesting. So I'll have to go back and link that in Instagram yeah. stories episode. Cause if people want to listen to them in parallel, then it's, it would actually probably be an interesting thing to do. I'll have to go back and listen to it, but yeah. Um, anyway, all right. Happy harvest, everybody have a good full moon in Aries. Listen to Cindy about setting intentions and manifesting, and we will keep an eye on this Taylor football play player situation that's happening. So if you enjoyed this episode, please go leave us a review on iTunes. We've not had any new reviews since july despite the fact that we have (gasps) listeners than we've ever had so i'm like how is this working but um if you love us or even just tolerate us go leave us a review on itunes and we would be so grateful and we will see you next week bye guys bye guys